0: This is Gutterball. The Lebowski deep Cast. Like, oh, it's a heist movie. No, it's a stoner movie. In each episode,
1: Brad and Adam discuss a single minute of The
0: Big Lebowski.
1: They were teasing this movie in a way that made it seem like a heist.
0: Providing insight. His dance is just excellent. So graceful. Commentary. He shot it all on a green screen. You can't do a picture. And conjecture. He has found himself in a world turned upside down.
1: And now,
0: Gutterball
1: bradley how are you doing my friend i'm doing pretty good pretty good we continue our legacy of sucking can i am actually gonna write that down legacy of sucking a legacy of sucking why, why do you say that adam because we missed a week i hate that i hate it hey. i hate it do we wait we didn't miss two do we miss two
0: weeks no we just missed a single week okay
1: i'm pretty sure I, of that one i hate missing a week I hate it here before i forget legacy of sucking okay got that captured that all right now we can move on
0: all right well you know i think our previous episode was pretty good and this is on track already to be one of the a great episode right one 50 for the, seconds the it's already like it's already awesome top so it's <laughs>
1: We have so much, I don't even, I can't talk about, there's too much to talk about, there were a lot of good, like, links and interesting little tidbits and schmidbits and kibbles and bits out there this week, Brad.
0: Uh, there definitely was. Lots of uh, Lebowski-related news, I think. Crazy. Crazy. I don't even know where to begin. Well, we could start with the Sassafras follow-up.
1: Now- Refresh my memory. Did we ever actually reference
0: sassafras the last time we talked about this? Well, see, this is the thing. That's what we get for not listening to our own episodes. Like, did we, is this just something that echoed around in our own skulls or was this ever actually committed?
1: Well, I know we talked about sarsaparilla, but did we talk about like the roots
0: of root beer? (laughs) I feel (laughs) like we did. We talked about sassafras and saffirol. Yeah, its cancerous
1: in humongously large doses. Right. But did we talk about Sassafras?
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. we did. We definitely did.
1: You're saying definitely, but you don't listen to this, and neither do I. And your memory is just as faulty as mine. I remember talking about it. (laughs) Let's talk about memories for a little while. When I saw the UFOs in Vermont my brother remembers explicitly being there and I remember like this story started to evolve probably within a month after I experienced this and he wasn't there. Probably within a month Mm. he morphed this story into being, oh yeah, I was there too. I remember seeing those things and and I knew immediately and what was I? I don't know, seven? I'm like, you weren't there. It was our, cousin daniel (laughs) he was like three years younger than me so i was like maybe seven or eight and he was like five were a bunch of little kids like just out in rural vermont like you could practically piss onto a rug that was in canada you know Mm -hmm. and it's this little hill mountains in the distance i think mount hood maybe it's called and I re- it's so distinctly I remember the shape and I went back there a couple of years ago for the first time ever I'm like holy shit there's that mountain I remember it and there were these dark shapes out there two of them they just looked like it was a perfectly blue sky day it was getting towards evening but no clouds but then two like weirdly almost black dark grey clouds and two of them on either side of the mountain and I remember looking at them being like well, those look about the same size as that weirdly triangular jutting off piece of that mountain. All right, so there's two weird black clouds out there. All right, but it didn't matter. We were eight and five, so we were playing the game where we rolled down the hill. hmm You know. It's a you, good game. That's a great game. You know, you almost puke. Maybe you hurt yourself. You hit a rock a little bit sometimes, but you don't care. It's mostly tall grass. Probably 45 minutes, and every time we'd run back up to the top of the hill, I'd look, and there they were. Run back up, there they were. It's weird, nothing else in the sky. I'm telling you, pure blue sky. And after, maybe not 40, maybe half an hour of rolling down the hill, I remember like stopping and not rolling down the hill at the top of the hill and just looking at them like, well, that's kind of weird. They're still there in exactly the same places, the exact same shapes. I remember the shapes of them. One was kind of spherical, but like squished, from either side, left and right, and kind of like a little taller than it should be. And the other one was like kind of a diamond, but that one was squished vertically. So it was like a little wider horizontally than it should have been, but that was a diamond. And what was, so (laughs) when it finally occurred to me that like those are things that kind of shouldn't be there. Right. Not things that I've experienced before. And I thought they were clouds, but now they've been there for a very long time in the same place, pretty much. That caught my attention. Somewhat geometrical. Somewhat geometrical, uh, weirdly dark against like the uh, fading, you know, dusk sky. And it was not totally dusk when I first started seeing them. But then, so when it finally caught my attention, I just stood on the top of the hill. And I just watched them. I'm like, okay, this is interesting. I'm going to look at these because this is interesting now. And I sat there, stood there. I guess maybe I sat down, but I looked at them for like maybe 20 minutes, like an impressive amount of time for an eight or nine year <laughs> right. old. Like well, that's a you were eight years time. old. It
0: was probably more like 120 seconds, but it felt like right. It minutes.
1: was two minutes, but it, I was like, no, I'm going to. I will tell you, Brad. I was a weirdly and perhaps dangerously dedicated child.
0: You're a weirdly and perhaps dangerously dedicated adult. So I (laughs) I couldn't believe that.
1: So maybe it was two minutes, but we'll split the difference and we'll call it 10. How about that? But I I really, I thought I was being conservative with the 20, but maybe not, maybe not. But then I'm looking at them and each one of these weirdly dark clouds is on one side of this mountain peak, Mount hood. I think it's Mount Hood. I'm getting that wildly wrong, I'm sure. This little triangle jutting off to the side. And what I noticed as I continued to watch them is that the one on the right, the diamond-shaped, sort of vertically, f- slightly flattened diamond-shaped geometrical black cloud is, like, getting smaller and getting smaller and getting smaller. But slowly, like almost, almost so slowly that you don't notice it, And then the weirdly spherical one that's too vertical to be a sphere is getting bigger. And they did this pattern of like the diamond one on the right would get smaller and the spherical one on the left would get bigger and then they'd reverse and the diamond one on the right would get bigger and the spherical one on the left would get smaller. But over the course of a long time, it was not two minutes because you couldn't see them moving. You would just like take little snapshots, be like, okay, definitely right now, the one on the right is bigger, and the one on the left is smaller. You just sit there, watching. You can't see anything really happening, but then you take another snapshot and say, shit, the one on the left is way bigger now, and the, the one on the right is smaller. And what eventually occurred to me, whether correctly or incorrectly, was that They are getting closer and farther away. That's what's happening. That's what I'm seeing right now. But it was so like anti-nature, and then I got freaked out. I'm like, Daniel, let's get out of here. And then we ran back to the house. There's my UFO story. There it is. That
0: kind of shit happens, man. You've got one? We live in that world. Um, not quite... I do not have a first hand UFO store. I have a second hand one. You, I will save for another day maybe. You're not at
1: Liberty to disc. I have multiple second hand ones but I didn't think I, I wasn't going to I'm just going to relate my first hand.
0: Yes. One. Yeah, no, a second hand one definitely
1: loses it loses some credibility.
0: Exponentially it loses yeah. credibility. Although this one is a little different, I think. But uh, So you're going to you're going to Tease it and tee it up like tea, that. Tease it up and tee it. Yeah, exactly. Just not tell it. But in this case, so you started talking about memories, right? And what happened
1: was it was my cousin Daniel who was younger than me because I'm the one that was in charge the whole time because he was like three years, like a five year old might as well be a slug, especially when you're like eight or nine. Like you're yeah. the cock of the block, eight or nine. And I remember just being like, all right, let's get out of here. This freaking me out. Boom. And we ran. He was oblivious. He doesn't even remember it.
0: He was like a child that wanders into the middle exactly. of a movie. Thank you.
1: But then, a month or two later, my brother's like, yeah, I remember that. Because I was telling it, and like, I ran back, and I told him all about it. And then he put himself there. And I let that yeah. go for a while, but then eventually I was like, you know what? You know you weren't actually there, right?
0: But who knows who was right? Maybe I'm not right. The memory is a faulty thing. It is. Well, one of you, one thing is for sure, memory is faulty in one of you. I would tend to... Well, you would err on the side of the older one, sure, but... No, no, I would say that, you know, I think it would be, for whatever reason, it seems to me like it would be more common that someone would insert themselves into the memory and someone else would remove someone else from a memory? Yeah, I guess I see that maybe, but
1: how is it that I'm not inserting myself because I'm taking ownership of the story?:
0: Well, does he say that you weren't there?:
1: No, he never says that.
0: okay, right, okay, I got gotcha. you.
1: yeah, he always says it was both of us.
0: So yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's hard, but yes. I've definitely heard tell of these, uh, the, the, this memory. People think they're in a story. It's because they've heard it and thought about it so much, they think they're there. Yeah. And it's impossible for them to understand that it's not true. It's so even weird. when faced with incontrovertible proof, like here, we actually videotaped it and right. look, you're not there. <laughs> right.
1: Well, and this is faked.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, like no. this isn't, this is wrong somehow. Mm-hmm. Because you believe your memories. Even though they haven't absolutely very I'm not little, say, no bearing on yeah, little no, bearing. But
1: very little bearing on reality. But that's what you got, you know? You have your eyes in the present and your memory for everything else. What else is there? I mean, if you can't trust your memory, you're just basically an
0: insane person
1: wandering around screaming at everyone around you.
0: Well, You live in the present moment. The present moment is the only thing that's real, and sometimes that freaks me out thinking about that. I hate that.
1: Yeah, no, I don't like like, that a lot. It's
0: real. Like this, you might remember something from ten minutes ago or ten years ago, but that's not real, right? It's not real at all, and they both could be equally incorrect. (laughs) And it's not that it's not real in the sense that like I'm remembering it wrong. I mean, that's a whole other aspect to it, right? But it's just not real in the fact that like, it doesn't exist.
1: Let me ask you a question. What the hell are we doing? Ugh. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> do you... I, <laughs> I can't ask that. Alright, I don't give a shit. Do you hear sounds?
0: Like right now?
1: Just no, I now? understand. Like Yes, I'm speaking, you hear right. sounds. But like sometimes when it's quiet, do you hear sounds? Yeah. Like what? What do they sound like?
0: Well, I mean... There's probably, I'm not sure where you're going at. I mean, one, there's the famous, like, you know, there's no such thing as silence because you're going to hear your body, your nervous system going, all that kind of stuff. Sure, and I think sure. there's even something that goes beyond that. Like, unless you're in some kind of specially designed, like, soundproof, yeah, anechoic sh- chamber, like, you're hearing, like, even, like, in my house right now as I just stop, like, there's just sounds. Like, you know, there's rumbling of the dehumidifier in the basement and... Right. I'm not really talking about those kinds of sounds.
1: I know those sounds are there. You're never in perfect silence, really. Others, they get loud sometimes. I don't want to describe the sounds. I want you to, if you
0: hear them, before I describe them. So, I hear sounds of... I mean, I guess I don't really... I mean, yes, I will hear errant sounds that may or may not be real. Describe one. Phantom sounds. Well, I mean... So, I think there's different categories. Like sometimes there's a sound of that might be something I'm like used to hearing like maybe one of my dogs barking or a phone ringing and that's not actually happening. And then sometimes I hear a kind of like that's demonic whistle, demonic yell. Like a what it sounds well, like,
1: you know, you've described a pretty wide spectrum of sounds between <laughs> a whistle and a yell. Can yeah. you dial it in a little bit? Is it more whistle or more yell? Big it's difference. It's kind of
0: like an inverse yell. Like a yell that's being breathed in. <gasps> but then okay. there's also okay. a high-pitched component to it that's kind of like a whistle at the same it, time. Okay. Maybe like a tea kettle going off. It's
1: got some harmonics to it. Um, how long does it last? Three
0: seconds to ten seconds? Um. 10 seconds, maybe sometimes like as much as 45. 45 seconds? Shit.
1: That's a long time for a demonic yell whistle.
0: I'm just so accustomed to it now, I don't really. Well, right, even but these are the kinds of things that
1: you start taking for granted, you know? So, yes, thank you. I hear the demonic yell whistles sometimes. And they'll last, I don't think, 45 seconds. Maybe, you know, different than tinnitus, where we listened to Pink Floyd too loud for too long in our college apartment, and it just destroyed a certain frequency in your eardrum.
0: I never really got him.
1: Well, he shaved off his eyebrows. None of us can really relate to that kind of fucked up shit, man. The point is, the music was loud, and it fucked our ears up yeah so they're compensating for the that loss of hearing that we have so you, like when it's as quiet as you can possibly get it you hear that whatever tone it is yes. replacing whatever got destroyed in there
0: so uh, can i just make a? but that's constant you know it's not a yes. thing that comes and goes well I, I can I just give a shout out here a cinematic shout out sure to uh Please. Alfonso Cuaron, again, because his use of that tinnitus of sound in right? Children of Men yes. was just so brilliant. It's Wasn't too that when much the, for the me gun to deal got with. fired near his head, right? <laughs> yeah. Boom. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: too much. I just. Did, that I, did we talk about that? We just rewatched that like two weeks ago.
0: Oh, you did? Yeah. I have not seen that in a long time. I actually only saw that movie once. I saw it when it first came out, saw it in the theater, and I was like, that might be one of the best movies I've ever seen. No, I never watched it again.
1: I did not see it in the theater. It was one of these. I stumbled across it on Netflix and said, eh, okay, turn it on and blew my mind. And, but that was like, I don't know, four years ago. Never mm-hmm. watched. It's almost too intense to watch a lot. Yeah. It's not very watchable. You don't want to keep watching it. But yeah, watched it again. It's like, oh, it doesn't suck. It has it not does, gotten worse. No, it
0: doesn't suck. Does have uh, Julianne Moore in it? Yes,
1: there's Maude herself. hmm mm-hmm. Demi Sandra. <laughs> 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 oh, it's a little less. You know, they call The Big Lebowski a dark comedy. I don't know about that.
0: A dark comedy. Well, there's, like, toes being chopped there's off. There's
1: a toe gets chopped off and somebody has a heart attack. Come on. A dark comedy?
0: They threaten castration. And that's true. I guess, it's what you know, the underbelly is. of the sure. porn world. It all is oh. kind of in the, I mean, it all stays pretty lighthearted even with those things. I mean, yeah. it's not quite dark comedy. It's not really dark. It's, it's dusky. Dusky, you know? yeah. It's a dusky comedy. It's nowhere near as dark as, let's say, the room, for example. I'm gonna go Experience on record. Experience this great new black comedy. As
1: saying, I'm probably never going to watch that, and I'm I'm okay with that. The ship has sailed, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, the ship I'm just not has gonna watch that's it. true. Yeah,
0: but in the trailer, they reference it as a as a dark or black. I forget which phrase they use. I think they say black comedy. But dark didn't comedy.
1: Tommy so probably make that trailer?
0: Well, he made the trailer. Before uh, Richard, he made the, the movie. The trailer is very serious. And then, when this started to become popular, as this kind of like joke, and they did midnight showings, they added this little thing at the end that said, experience this this new dark comedy, or something like that. Like, it says, like, the end of the trailer is like, they have, like, the little testimonials, like, you know, experience. Then, like, the title cards go up in quotes, like, you know, the best movie of the year, you know, combines the such and such with the passion of Tennessee Williams. Experience this zany new dark comedy. (laughs) Like, they just threw that on there at the very end. Well, this is his whole thing
1: where he tried to make a movie, realized it sucked real bad, and everybody was kind of making fun of him, and then Mm -hmm. just said sure that's fine and then
0: yeah. embraced that embraced it well he was you know it was it was a very very popular for a while still is well it was the toast of the town
1: you read the um, might as well we've referenced xkcd before you read the db cooper comic right
0: um yes yes right <clears throat> makes good. sense Makes it perfect sense. We'll have to throw that into the good old show notes.
1: We'll throw it in the show notes, but I think Which, that gives a pretty good description of what might be going on there.
0: I, I would agree. There's definitely something outlandish happening, without a doubt. There is, right? Many people have have uh, theorized, and I was one of them as well, that there's like an extraterrestrial component, like he may not actually be from this planet.
1: Why would an extraterrestrial try to make a movie?
0: That I don't know. However, if one did, if one simply like watched all the transmissions and then was like. Agreed. I understand how to make a human motion picture. I will now do it. It would come out like this. Right. That's what every one of my movies
1: comes out like. I get that very much, but I just don't see the motivation for actually trying to make
0: a motion picture. Why wouldn't you just take our resources Maybe it's, like, some type of, like, it's the, the version of, like, extreme sports for some other alien culture. Like, go to some backward planet and try to infiltrate some aspect of their culture unknowingly. There's cameras everywhere. They're recording the whole thing. Oh, shit. Speaking of that, aliens and cameras being everywhere. <laughs> I saw a re- This is the fusion of those two concepts. <laughs> I actually saw a movie that I enjoyed I a lot just a couple it. days ago and I'd referenced hmm. it here before. And I've it wasn't actually neighbors. Funny. Was it? Cause no, cause that it was, uh, no, it was under the skin. Is that about worms? No, it's, um, you may be thinking of the movie bug from quite a while ago. Under the skin is from this year, 2014, um, directed by Glazer. What's his name? What Glazer? Jonathan Ryan. Glazer.
1: No. Brian no, not Glazer. Not Brian Glazer. No. Under glazer. Jonathan Glazer. Isn't there a Brian Glazer? There is
0: a Brian Glazer, too. Two I Glazers? Think. That make I think movies. there's multiple Glazers. Yeah, Brian Glazer is. a world is we. An can't there be one Glazer? I hate that. The world is not. Uh, I know. Stop and start at my convenience. I know. But uh so Jonathan God. Glazer, he did the movie Sexy Beast and he did I like that movie. And he did the I never saw Sexy Beast. I always oh, meant to. Oh, come on now. He also is did the good? movie Birth, which I actually rather liked. What's his name? Though, ben
1: Kingsley. Is in that. Yes. Sir Ben. Crazy. Crazy fucking that movie starts out one of the very few times where I've been looking at a thing like a movie thing within the first five
0: minutes and i'm completely baffled like what the fuck am i looking at (laughs) yeah well after seeing i mean i remember all the hubbub around that movie i would like to see it after seeing um his other two films he's made which was birth with nicole kidman (sighs) and then now this one with scarlet joe what's the one with ska so, that's the one this year, Under the Skin. It's very, it's definitely one of these movies that, like, it takes a lot of effort to watch. It's very arthouse. I doubt that. Thing.
1: I doubt that. I've seen Antichrist. What could possibly take more effort to watch than that movie?
0: It probably doesn't, it does not take as much effort as Antichrist. Right. Let's just call a spade a spade. I'll give you that. But it's in that constellation somewhere. I'm not saying it's the black hole at the center, which would be Antichrist. It's like very peripheral, but it's in that hemisphere of the sky, let's say.
1: That's fine. You know, that's fine. But I just can't imagine, because the black, if you even get near the black hole, it will suck you in and take all of the light with it, and you'll be left with only darkness. So I think even whatever you're talking about was... Scott Joe is like so far away that it's not going to be sucked into the eternal night.
0: Well, what they did in this film was so that, so she, she, she became a brunette for the film. That is unfortunate. And, um, and she had kind of like heavy makeup, like heavy lipstick. And pretty much the film was kind of shot gorilla style. Like they made it in the real world secretly. It's one of those things. And people that were just bystanders end up like in the film. Like there's a scene where. Sounds like a gimmick, man. It does sound like a gimmick, but it's cool. Well, here's the thing watching the movie, I had no flipping clue. I had heard it, and there were like one or two scenes where I was like, oh, yeah, that's obviously done that way. But then afterwards, I looked up more, and even some of the actors, I was like, well, that had to be like that person couldn't have been real, but like they were.
1: When you say real, you mean a person that was not privy to what was going on?
0: I just mean... It's not exactly what I mean. It's kind of... Well, no, I definitely mean that as well. Because we're not I mean going to talk multiple, about... I, I mean it in multiple dimensions. We're not going to talk about American movie right now, are we? No, we're not going to talk about that.
1: Okay. Or Catfish,
0: for that matter. I have not seen the Catfish. Don't. Anyway... I recommend to you, Adam, I'm not saying you will enjoy it. You may very well enjoy it. The, but I think you should watch this the last this time film. you did this to me. <laughs> yes. I think, well, I'll tell you what. I think you should watch it. I'm not just for the, whether it's a gimmick or not, this guerrilla filmmaking style. Because it's not all done that way. Believe me, there are very highly stylized visual things that you must see.
1: Okay. It's still in the theaters?
0: No, it's not in the theaters. It okay. was in the theaters like earlier, a lot earlier this year. I, I rented it from iTunes. Okay. Skajo with brunette hair. Yeah. Okay. She's like some sort of alien or something that comes to Earth to like do things.
1: Sounds fascinating.
0: It's very fascinating. <laughs> it's very fascinating. I'll tell you that much. So, I just want to give a shout out. I do think the thing you could say, it's a gimmick or not. It's pretty interesting, though. Like, you know, a lot of the shots, like, you know, she's driving around in her seduction slash abduction van. And it's like, okay, they rigged it up with cameras and she's actually just talking to actual people on the street. It's. But do you
1: I'm, think that actually, ha- are you actually taken in by that?
0: Um, well, I'll tell you what. I'm, I really wondered to what level it happened. There's definitely some scenes that were definitely. But Brad. There were some scenes where, for example, there's a scene where they're in a nightclub. And apparently, as I was reading much source material and looking at behind the scenes footage of this and whatnot, like that scene was filmed at an actual nightclub, like secretly her and the, the actor what? she was with. Okay. I'm so sorry. all the people in the background, the DJ, all that stuff was just people in a nightclub dancing. There's another scene like she goes into a mall. There's a lot of people, right? The camera's kind of following her at like waist level as she goes through and stuff happens. They just went and shot it in the mall. Okay. What was the budget for this movie? I, I don't know. It's a good question. Take well, I'll tell guess. you what. It could be high because there's, like I mentioned, it's not just that. There is exactly. crazy. Right. Crazy
1: uh, visual effects. Nice big budget, which means a studio was behind it. Yes.
0: Um, I don't know the answer to that. I mean, some studio is there a big studio okay. behind it? I don't think so. Maybe it's not Warner Brothers, a company with money. Bank. It says, this production picture. company Film for and BFI. Somebody had money. British There's Film a, Institute. Even whether it. they had
1: to go and like stump for investors. There's people with money making this movie, right? They don't just shoot it for $500,000. They're spending money. They're spending 20 mil, 30 mil, something.
0: I don't think, yeah. I don't know. Well, again, I don't think they did it to do it on the cheap. They did it because it was part of the artistic vision.
1: Okay. That's not my point, The budget was
0: 13.3 million, eight British pounds. 8 million British pounds, I was to say.
1: <laughs> <Yes>. Pocket change. <laughs> Literally. All right. So 13, 14 mil, something like that. Money involved. Enough money to get a little nervy about. You're not going to run the risk of shooting somebody, having their face appear in your film, and getting sued. Especially not by like, what, 100 people who haven't agreed to be in your film? At I'm the not- very least. At the end of the thing, after the shot, they probably went back and said, we shot you, will you sign a release to be in our movie? My name is blah, 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 this is Scarlett Johansson, is that cool? And then they just took whatever, you know, whoever said, yeah, that's cool, I'll sign it. And whoever said no, then they didn't use it. Could could very well be true. Because they, they're not going to risk all of their money. Because they could get sued for more than that. You know, you get no releases from... <laughs> of the people in your movie? It's crazy. They worked
0: on a a legal framework for this. For example, I mean, there are many um, documentary films released with people that might be, you might film something on a city street and people are passing behind. Okay.
1: Number one, not a documentary. Number two, if it's a group of like 10 or 20 people and you can't identify faces, they're not going to be able to get you for that.
0: So the people in this that have speaking parts, I'm sure they attempted to get a release. Right.
1: Right. You're not just like interacting with people one-on-one.
0: But when they go to the mall and there's like literally hundreds of people, I don't think they got a release. They just... No,
1: no, probably not. No, for that, they could get away with that. I agree.
0: Yeah. I'm sure they got the release for the people that were actually at Speak. They actually spoke. Yes. But
1: I guess the important question is, did they get the release beforehand or afterwards?
0: So was that person... Before or after what?
1: The interaction, I'm so sure. is is because these are non actors, is what you're claiming, mm-hmm. like actual people wandering around the mall. She goes up, they have a little interaction, and then it's done. And they're like, "Oh, by the way, you were just in a movie. Would you like to sign a release?" No shit, we'll have to do that some other way. Or are you saying like, no, "Hey, I'm saying do like you want to walk up and do you want to walk up and be in a movie with Scarlett Johansson real quick? Try to act natural, because
0: I don't no, think that, that would did work. not happen." right
1: okay so you're saying plan a that's
0: the only way that makes sense
1: i think but even that's risky like you could go all day and not get anybody to say yes
0: it was it's a it's a it's a love affair with the art
1: a 13 million dollar love i'll take 13 million dollars to have a love affair with my art
0: well I'm not saying they wasted the money, but maybe that's why it costs so much if they did have to shoot day after day. I I would imagine they did not have too much trouble getting releases. Or at the very least, I would imagine out of maybe the handful of people that have speaking parts in the movie that might have just been extras, like just people off the street, they probably filmed hundreds more. I guess it wasn't set up. I mean, I think maybe you're thinking of this like a traditional movie. Like, here's our shot list. We need this shot. Okay, let's get it. It's more like, okay, let's roam the streets of Scotland. Well, I haven't seen the movie, Alaska so I can't or whatever, really speak to it. And, like, just kind of film what happens with this person walking around doing weird stuff and then cut it into the, you know. Number one, let's, let's face the facts. Like, somebody who comes up and is talking to a
1: stranger with somebody holding weird, like, GoPro down by her hip and actually comes up and engages with that person and talks to them, is probably going to be somebody who's okay with signing a release. Number one. And number two, I know Glasgow has a kick-ass white Russian selection at the Big Lebowski Bar, whatever it's called. Very true.
0: Very true. Those are the two things that I know. Yes. So, we can move on from this. Well, can we? You seem pretty... Well, amped up about it. I'm a little amped up about it. To be honest, the reason I'm saying the Washington has nothing to do with this fact, I think one, it might be gimmicky, that's have <laughs> in the movie. It's in- just because it's interesting, right? I all think right, actually it is interesting I'll the, give you that. The uh, and the thing is, I think it's a combination of this kind of crazy cerebral concept filmed in this way, but then also cut with these scenes that are. You know the elements of the story are more. I, I mean, I think they marketed it sci-fi. I would say it's more like just surreal, psychological thriller. But uh, I thought it was a pretty interesting film.
1: You said too much. You had me at Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, (laughs) you know.
0: Yes, she can be my whipped cream lady. Well. That you would definitely want to watch this, then I'll just say that.
1: Oh, Jesus. Okay. All right. Let me cue it up. <laughs> All right. You go. I'm firing up Netflix. All right. You fire that. It's not
0: on Netflix. iTunes. Damn it. Netflix would just like die under the stress of everyone trying to just watch <laughs> the key scenes. <laughs>
1: Uh do you want to get into this just play the minute? Let's just Yeah, let's play already, the minute and on. then we'll talk uh Two we'll minutes, talk a little bit we'll about Lebowski be yeah, before be we done. go. All right, here we go. Well, uh no, not exactly. Uh it- this is a
0: very complicated case, Maude. You know, a lot of ins, a lot of outs, a lot of what have yous, and uh, a lot of uh, strands to keep in my head, man. You know, a lot of strands in old dude's head. Well, if Uli doesn't have it, then who does? <laughs> it's Sandra about to be an ally?
1: Look, I have to take this. Do
0: you still have that doctor's number? <laughs> oh, no, really, it's not even, not even bruised anymore. Oh,
1: please, Jeffrey, I don't want to be responsible for any delayed after
0: effects. Dime, hey, Sandra. See? Sorry, after effects. See, see. Can you All
1: right. So we're basically in the same environment except for the last what 7 seconds, 8 seconds, 10 seconds, something
0: like that? Something like that. It's I one of these actually times. Count them. About 10 it's, seconds, yeah. Yeah, it's one of these times where So this we finally we finally say goodbye to Knox, unfortunately, cuz I kind of like him. But
1: is this the only time we see him? Yes. I I believe so. Yeah. Uh well, probably for the rest of the movie he's like loping around in his uh like hairy toothy
0: form yes that was just uh, on the tv at this house yesterday
1: on purpose or accidentally and it just kind of well my, my son there. was
0: watching it he likes it i was like hey Knox harrington alfonso Cuaron, baby right yeah no exactly it that's that is the so i haven't watched all the harry potter movies i know you don't like them they're too whimsical i did not watch the last three of them you're not missing I much. it in
1: the movie five. I watched like, you know, them just enough. on principle. Other people liked it. I will watch this.
0: I I if enjoyed I it on them, like a little sort of level, but it's like eh, okay, just culturally, I'm gonna watch it. So I'm pro- I'm gonna guess that I've mentioned this before in an episode of Gutterbox. probably sixteen up times. Again, that if I read the books, I might like the movies, the Harry Potter movies. Who's gonna they read a They pretty much book? seem like this weird. Transcription of the novel that's kind of hard to follow and just a bunch of disjointed scenes that make up something. You can tell it just screams, this was a book. You needed to read the book to understand this. It just like like, screams that. Kind of like the Big Lebowski, except minus the book. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Big Lebowski is the opposite. It's like if you're like not getting into it, you're it's like you've read too much screaming, you've read too many books. you've read too many books stop <laughs> but
1: it is like uh, just a collection of disjointed scenes yeah it's like they transcribed the big lebowski the book it's well, like wh- the big sleep <laughs> but without yeah. that actually existing and they just tried it's like tommy Wiseau came down and tried to make a movie out of the big sleep yes yes don't but, say so, yes, that's incorrect. That is a terrible <laughs> announcement. Don't agree with me. What are you I doing? Agree it's terrible. Terrible. I disagree
0: like I agree. Let me close, I'll, I'll just close out my Harry Such Potter rant by saying the third one, Prisoner of Azkaban, that features Knox Harrington, although I think he might be in some others also. You say Azkaban. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. You You're say Azkaban, right. I say Azkaban. Yeah, it's, right. Anyway, directed by Alfonso Cuaron. I actually like that one a lot. Now, I was like, okay, this is actually... And again, the fans of Harry Potter, that's their least favorite one by far. Really? Uh, is yeah.
1: That, I, I, and I know we've talked about this. I hate it. But is that... You know this somehow, anecdotally? Or you've read it I know combo So or, I don't have any, like... You've been to Comic Con and saw a data, panel
0: or some shit. But one... Uh, South by uh, Southwest,
1: somebody came up Harry, to you in a bar?
0: There are many Harry Potter fans in my life. And that... Oh, I can only imagine. And many of them say... Drives me crazy. That's the, the least
1: good one. Drives me crazy how many Harry Potter fans must be in your life. My
0: life is wonderfully devoid of them. That's cool. It's pretty good. That's good. Yeah. And then, uh, and also, it just seems online that's oftentimes like the dark, you know, you go on the forums, right? The 4chan Harry Potter yeah. world. Yeah. 4chan slash hp and yeah. it's like yeah that's definitely the one that no one likes no nope. because like it didn't follow the book and they left this part out and that thing and but but you know what he alfonso Cuarón dared to take the film and actually turn it translate it into, into a, good a movie, movie and say versus fuck the just book.
1: who cares what the book is here's yeah. the story and i'm gonna tell it in this
0: different medium right and you know and I all these other that. movies are like Two and a half hours long, three hours long. I think oh. Prisoner of Azkaban is like 92 minutes. See, that's beautiful. If that's true, that's beautiful. And it's, and it's a really, it was, I thought it was a really good movie. It was a really good movie. It was just a good movie, period. It was a good, well, I mean, Alphonse LeCron <laughs> doesn't make bad movies. It was a good movie. And it featured these guys named Harry Potter and stuff in it. But yes. I agree. I agree. It
1: was a good movie. And I'm not like you. I don't like, have this loathing for Harry Potter. Like I enjoy the first one kind of blue, but like yeah, I enjoy I wouldn't the say little I have a world. loathing for it either. I enjoy the little world they create there. I, I like it. But um what's interesting to me is that you said Boy, we are gonna talk about the big little bit but okay, Knox Harrington was in Harry Potter, so that's fine. But you said like Alfonso Cuaron didn't care about the book he's not transcribing the book into a series of like moving images and sounds it's not right. his job his job is to make a great movie which is a completely might as well be making a painting and then like i don't know a pewter thing to sit on or like a song like how is this you can't like literally transcribe the painting into a song you're gonna take right. liberties you got to make it work for the medium and I think that's what you're saying he did.
0: Yeah, not without a doubt. That's
1: fascinating, because we, we got to put this, but the, I sent you Steven Soderbergh's website where... Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. We got to put that in there. Yeah. Um, we can't really dwell on it, but just watching Raiders of the Lost Ark in black and white? I mean... Wh- and without the soundtrack. And no sound? They just put some music over it. Just some vague, which I don't even think they should have. But you gotta, like, well, you know what, you do have to have some background music. No, I'll take that back. Just because otherwise, you'll wander away. Mm -hmm. But yes, just some background music and just looking at it.
0: I've never enjoyed Writers of the Lost Ark more, I don't think. Definitely never appreciated it more.
1: Well, see, I guarantee that's true. Like, that doesn't surprise me. I have enjoyed it more. I enjoyed it more when I actually watched the movie because well, this was just an true. exercise, you know, to look. I should at say I a,
0: haven't enjoyed the movie as much since I was a kid. Okay. Is what I should say.
1: All right. That's fair. That's fair. It's a fantastic movie. Like, I don't no, think it it's its is. best form is in black and white with none of the dialogue and sound effects <laughs> and blah, blah, blah. Come on.
0: It's, it's, You're being it's, kind of
1: an asshole when you say that. But to, like, strip the sound out, desaturate totally, and look at what that man did. Gordon Willis, look at what he did with the framing. And I think that was the whole point in the exercise is, like, remove the color so you can be less distracted by it. Right,
0: and well, the, and it's not just the framing it's what's well, the framing it's the kinetic it's like the movement mm-hmm. and the editing it's right? it's amazing it's all those things together, but yeah, it's what's happening in the frame over time. <gasps> oh, it sounds so stupid to say, but yes why why
1: desaturating and taking the sound? why, but we've done that in this podcast, even like I'll just listen to the sound, and mm-hmm. I pray that. You watch it without sound, but probably you didn't, because I think that you just got
0: on the call and watched it maybe once. You're about right about that. I watched <laughs> it a couple of times. Oh, I did watch it more last week and came up with some, some notes. Yeah, you had some really good. All my notes are from last week. Look at what you can do if you apply yourself, even like three and a half percent, Brad. Yeah, I know. My three and a half percent is most people's. Five and two quarters. <laughs>
1: okay. What? Two quarters? Five, five and 20, two quarters. Yeah. All right. So, a lot of strands in the old dude's head here. Just give me a minute. Um. Okay. Let me start with this.
0: We never even talked about the sassafras, but fuck it at this point.
1: We mentioned it, but, uh. Close I'll, enough. We'll just put the link in there and be done with it. Um. So Knox's magazine, I can't decide, I've been parked on this frame for a long time, I can't decide if it's water-damaged or if it's like a big magazine with a slightly smaller magazine inside it. I'm at 6410, and it looks like, almost like there's two magazines. Like the outer back cover and front cover are taller than the inside of it. It's almost like in Back to the Future 2 when uh, Biff is looking at his gambling book, but he's got ooh la la inside right. of it and ooh la la, ooh la la, because it was fit inside. Kind of looks like that's what's going on here. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm just pointing it out. It's like if anybody can look at this magazine and tell me either A, what magazine that is, or B, if th- that's actually two magazines, one inside another. Maybe he's looking at um, Playgirl, right? Cleft he's Asshole.
0: Doing a comparative, or maybe just some sort of comparative art thing. That could he be. has one magazine open, then another one open, and he's like... Slide you know, them up sliding and down. one down, right. sliding
1: one up. Page 68 of this one compared to 68 of that one. Let's
0: see he's being, uh, uh, how they get your dollars. It's part of his inspiration for his next video art. Peace could be could be at sixty four forty
1: four though I don't know if you wanna I don't know your level of engagement right here, but at sixty four mm-hmm so this is when um the laughter really starts, and yes. we need to really get back to like the number of people laughing in this scene. I could talk about this for probably seven minutes. But at sixty 44, they're laughing, laughing, laughing. And Knox looks right up at the dude. The dude is looking at him. Mm-hmm. And this goes back to last minute. Like, I really feel like, and since the first time I watched this, like Knox is laughing at the dude somehow. I'm not sure how, but he's like patronizing him. He's belittling him. He's making fun of him. He's just like, ha ha ha. But he looks right in the he eyes.
0: He is. He is, man. But with a plausible deniability.
1: Yes. Thank you for saying that. Plausible de- No, I was just talking to Sandra on the phone. It was ridiculous what she said. But he's laughing at him as this, like, unkempt, doofus
0: schlep. I mean, all his giggling before, I think some of that seems to be... That's probably obvious. I mean, obvious. you're not unsure, right? And even the dude, again, this whole movie is from the dude's point of view. You know, again, there's a lot of strands in the old duder's head right who's this guy why is he making fun of me why would somebody do that he's been keeping a strict regimen here though you know mentally liberal keep his mind
1: limber sure
0: so he you know and again i think it's this confusing situation for him again being from the dude's point of view like you can't tell like hey, this guy's laughing and maybe he's a little paranoid this guy's laughing at me but maybe in like You know, if there was a way, you know, if maybe if they made this movie a different way, you know, you could press a button on your remote and it could be like, here's what's actually happening. Switch back to what the dude is doing, right? I like that. I like like that. It would be like, maybe, yeah, maybe, like, this guy's not really laughing at the dude. Maybe it's like it's not, you know, but I think even the dude is uncertain. Like, is this guy laughing at me or not? I can't tell. I think you're right because he's paranoid.
1: If you push that button on your remote, the dude would be like, okay, they're having a phone call. They're doing like their own thing for a little while here. So he'd go back to examining the Autobahn album with, uh, you know, the nihilists on it and be like, wow, really? They had an album in 79. He'd go over and like sit in the chair next to Knox, kind of sit down there and examine the thing and drink his drink. But instead he's so caught up with this nonsense that's happening. But I, if he wasn't so stoned of Jesus, I don't think he'd be thinking this is so weird. So wh- I'm agreeing with you, and I think that without, like, doing the fear and loathing thing where the carpet or the tile or everything's, like, curving all around, like, they're doing right. it in a much better way where it just seems off somehow, and you're not sure why. And we're seeing it from the dude's off perspective.
0: Yeah. And even... The way um, Knox is looking at the dude, I mean, partly, I mean, I can read this two different ways. One is like, yeah, this is ridiculous. Like, it's so funny. Like, I'm looking at you like, don't you want to laugh, too, even though maybe, you know, I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. It's like part of it is like maybe he's just trying to include him. Well, right, that's it's like a more thing. benevolent reading. Right. Or part of it is like, yeah, I'm looking at you and you're making me laugh even harder because there's some stupid stoner doofus like standing here stoned out of his mind, right?
1: Two different ways. And we will never know which one is real and is not real.
0: But I think they may have baked that ambiguity in on purpose.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. There's a brain on the floor, I think, with the weird like monkey arms that come down in the oval. This right. is right by Knox's right elbow, just beneath his right elbow? Yes.
0: Is that a I brain? Would, I think that's like a placenta. Oh,
1: it's a placenta, because it comes out of the belly button. Look at that. Yeah. Didn't see that. Oh, placenta brain.
0: hmm Yes. Why, that's no brain. It's a placenta. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> Why, that's no brain. <laughs> it's our new
1: Superman
0: sequel. Yep. Yeah. Up in the sky, it's a brain. It's a placenta. Bloodier oh. than a placenta. <laughs> it's Maud Lebowski. Oh shit.
1: <sighs> Hopefully they don't cook it and eat it. Some people do that, but All right. I've heard. God. Ugh, God. Ugh. You have to... Well, lots of cutting and like rinsing, probably, for that. Or maybe the less rinsing the better. He's wearing beetle boots, Brad. Knox Harrington. See this? Look at his boots. I the see the boots.
0: boots. I, I, I. Those are beetle I, boots. Yeah, okay. How not? I'm just, I guess I've never heard the phrase beetle boots before. Brad, Is that something? I mean, I can imagine what they are. They're be, be boots that the Beatles wore. John Paul Ringo George Beatles, not like Beetle Bailey. I'm imagining. Yes, John
1: Paul George Ringo. Please, Beetle Boots. Come on.
0: Is that like a phrase that like your your dad used? Like damn hippies. Like he
1: liked the Beatles. Hey, he I wouldn't say wearing that. Beetle boots. No, he never saw me wear them. I wore them when we were hanging out, and the people were like, "Oh, Beetle boots." I'm like, "Oh, oh yeah, these are Beetle boots. Oh, I love them. Even these are Beetle boots. Yeah, shiny boots." Uh, you know, just above ankle high, a little bit of a heel, not too much
0: black. Come on beat. I'm just fashion. Dude, just really just... fashion illiterate. So I'm sorry. Google fucking beetle boots. You'll see right. them. I mean, that I help. can kind of see them on the Beatles. Oh, no, you're just being as in my mind's man. eye. I, but although I see like their pants over them, so I Look, don't quite.
1: I'm sending you the thing here. Just just look. Look at all the beetle boots everywhere. Come on. Beetle boots. You know, they're beetle and they're boots. loose around your ankle. They're not tight on there. They're not zippered. Bird. Beetle boots. Are you kidding me? Beetle boots. Beetle I could go boots. for
0: a pair of beetle boots.
1: They're good, man. Now, don't try to, like, jump off a they concrete abutment. They have a pretty abutment. hefty heel, though, some of these. Some of them. Don't try to jump off a concrete abutment abutment oh man a what (laughs) okay thank you (laughs) and then because they will slide out from under you they're very slippery i did do that and i think that's why my back is also a little fucked up well that and the wave back in 90 i think is the main culprit that's a story for another time we're racking up the stories for another time all right we, we done here no not done at all i got there's a stereoscopic phone ring audio note Another nice Uh thing, 6409, we are on a tight of the dude, and the phone rings to his left, our right, and we hear it on the right. So it's a job that you don't get to, like, take a scene off, sound Mm -hmm. mixer, you know? And it's totally, it's 100% in the right ear. So
0: nice little audio thing. Um, do you remember when stereo television was like a thing? What is stereo television? Like the audio was in stereo on your television
1: um, and things
0: started to like air on television instead. a big deal like in stereo kind where of like available. where like available in HD, where available, yes, exactly. I do
1: remember that. Yes. And they'd have the little like curvy parentheses around each side of it. Right. they have like three little curvy parentheses.
0: It was like audio. It was like the stereo sound coming out of each side.
1: Right, right. I do remember that. In stereo where... I think most of the time we were in the places where it wasn't available.
0: Yeah. No, that was definitely growing up. I was like, that was just like, I can only dream of one day. What is it going to be like? Having television in stereo. Maybe in the year 2015. (laughs) Yet here we are. I have flipping stereo television on my phone. That you carry right. In HD. Your pocket. You have like Star Trek
1: the Next Generation esque video chats with people all the time in your
0: pocket. and yes. the and the quality of that is better than the quality of it's television was back
1: then. Yeah. Well, it's better than the quality that Star Trek the Next Generation had. It rarely yeah. like 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 vertical and horizontal lines coming in and jagging up the signal. how yeah. often does that happen not too often sometimes w- it falls out but never like Bzz! how's that interference
0: coming in there yeah. but we aren't broadcasting over subspace so yeah the uh
1: can you define subspace for me I can't really okay. it's just a thing I didn't think so
0: but uh I mean it's obviously not normal space it's somehow below space and lets you actually communicate faster than light. But anti space. The No, not anti space. That's a whole different thing. Oh. And let's not even bring anti time into it either. <laughs> I can hear Sandra laughing once in a while. You mean um, just like in your head randomly?
1: Not like when that. the
0: demons subside or subside, or do you just mean like in this minute listening? Sometimes you can hear Sandra in there very clearly. To Keep it succinct. I'm going to just talk about
1: this minute for now. Okay. For All now. right. But I can't. There's a lot of laughter going on when Maud finally says, "I have to take this. Please go see the doctor." Blah blah blah. And she boop, "Deem me, Sandra," which means what? Tell me, Sandra. Talk to me. Right. A little, talk like talk to me. A, tell you know, me. Talk yeah. to me. Tell me what's going on. And you can hear. I don't know if you notice this, but you can hear Sandra. Oh, spine, definitely.
0: Right? Yeah.
1: What What does Sandra say? Can you hear it?
0: I don't know exactly what she says. I mean, she's speaking Italian, right? I believe that it is Italian. And it's,
1: um, Como esta? Which is fucking Spanish. So, I think they're well, mixing Spanish and Italian.
0: Spanish and Italian, they're both romance languages and they're actually incredibly They're very similar. similar. I
1: know. I get it. I like,
0: get it. Uh, I'm no expert in this thing but I mean hearing them it might it might be harder to to separate like you know, but if you're used to hearing Spanish but when you see it written out it's like oh it's just kind of like a secret code like replace the i's with e's and the it's, yeah. it just translates into the same thing right No I can see that
1: I guess I can see that I guess but it 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 really sounds like como está carísimo which what means well, uh, how are you that, dear
0: right yeah that's I, that's what i would say like based on my knowledge of spanish i would say that's what it would mean right how are you dear and with the isimo that's like a extra oomph to it like right. my,
1: little deer my very special deer
0: it's yeah, like great it's a great deer familiar like super deer right it's very familiar
1: phraseology
0: right I don't know if familiar is the word. I'm not sure, I guess, because, I, again, I don't really know Italian. I always have felt that it was like a, uh, like a, um, can't even know the word. It's like a, it's adding a superlative to it, kind of.
1: Well, best friend, wouldn't a best friend be more familiar? You're saying not necessarily. Well, I'm just not
0: saying adding that. I'm saying yeah, it could be familiar to say that. I'm just saying that adding "isimo," right? Whereas, like in Spanish, adding like "ito" is means it's a diminutive, right? And it would be used more familiarly if you were addressing someone that way. "Isimo" is the opposite of a diminutive. It's a I can't think of the word right. It's a gotcha. it pushes it up, but. I could have be totally okay. wrong on no, that no, too. No,
1: I got you. I got gotcha. you. Gotcha. So what? And you're kind of implying that the Italians, Italian folks, play a little fast and loose with their, uh, whatever the opposite of a diminutive is, a, ma- a majorative.
0: <laughs> right, a majorative. Exactly. That's what I'm just. I going think to that call. might
1: actually be what it's called. Sure, that sounds good. I'll take it. All right. So, tell me, Sandra. Talk to me, Sandra. What's up, Sandra? Oh, how Augmentive. are you my dear?
0: Augmentive.
1: Augment. See, that's better than majorative. Augmentive. Yep. I like it. And then I can't for the life of me figure out what Sandra says. I wish well, it's that it's in Italian, could. right? No, but I can't even hear it. I can't. <laughs> if I could at least hear the what the um Phonetics? phonetics, Not phonetics?
0: hmm
1: The sounds. Is that the same thing? Who knows? I'm not in fourth grade anymore. I just want to hear what he's saying. And that's the other thing. I think Sandra's a man, which can be, and I think Sandra can be short for Alexander sometimes. Sandy Koufax. Sandy from uh, Romy and Michelle's high school reunion. Sandy... Yes. Um, would
0: Sandra be? Well, I mean, that's I don't an extra know step, if but
1: Sandra can be a man's name, but Sandy can.
0: I think it's. It sounds to me like a woman. I mean, I can kind of get it where you're saying it's a man, like if you don't. But I mean, listening I know, to man. it, it's. I'm gonna say it's a woman. The voice is a little. I don't even want to say it's like mannish, but just like. I think with the Italian, the way the Italian, well, the Italian has a certain goes. oomph. Like but, I think to us in our culture, that umph is somehow translated as mannish. I know but, what you're saying.
1: I'm not sure I agree with you, but I know what you're saying. I think it's a man. I think Maud's friends with men. That's true. Mostly. Well, and
0: also, you know, the, theoretically, lots of gender bending things happening too in her world. So, right? right. Who knows? You're saying she's friends with mostly gay men. No. I'm saying uh, gay women as well. Transgendered. Asexual. The whole. and Anything.
1: Asexual. sexual Transsexual. Yeah.
0: Antisexual. Trisexual. Right. Oh shit. Inter- Trisexual as in you try anything at least once. <laughs> Intersexual. <laughs> did... did um yes did you did you ever hear Please the word change the fucking subject before being all being no and i was going to talk
1: about this i because i was i never to,
0: heard that word before i was watching this, this movie, movie
1: on my iphone and i was trying to get the captions on i couldn't do it because i knew you were gonna do it and i'm like what the fuck is that word and then i saw your note in here it's like biennale. And that is what Knox is saying. He's saying, yeah, it's Sandra about to be Right. Like Biennale. I
0: never, I always just thought it was some nonsense, like word in there, where like the, the thing, like, you know, like maybe it's the name of a painter, you know, or a painting that got, who know, you know what I mean? Like, what is it? Do you know what but I yeah. thought it
1: was? I thought it was about the Van Allen. But his accent was so crazy that it sounded like a little wacky. I'm like, and I'm not actively like parsing this out and trying to follow the this down a logical thread. But I'm like, he's saying Van Allen, so he's talking about the radiation belts that I was going to say the Van Allen belts, right?
0: They're so ridiculous. Well, they They are. You you know, get a shortwave radio and you can hear stuff from Europe here in the United States. It's insane. Think
1: about that just for a second. It's fucking crazy, man. And can you imagine, like, if Sandra's, like, tuned into some
0: wackadoodle shit from, like, Thailand or. You know, that weird... It like, could sound pretty ridiculous to her. What about and that? And she needs to share it with Knox and uh, Mod.
1: Do you ever go on Google Maps and go up to, like, the northern edge of Russia, Siberia, up there in those little islands and nether regions? You ever do that no, and wander no, around I've never, up there? I've but never done that. Are you kidding me? Can you imagine if you were plopped down there and had to survive? You would see some shit from the Van Allen belts.
0: Yeah, I might. And then you'd probably die. It'd be hard to survive. I would definitely die. I would not be very good at surviving.
1: Well, no. Who would up there like that? It's crazy up there. What? What's that? That's like 10% of the world is like that little northern edge of little of like Siberia and Russia with these like craggy like like tundra marshes, frozen, half frozen ice islands. What? polar bears who knows what just terrible lands and then there's people human beings living there for like 80 years generations yeah who never see other people
0: people live everywhere
1: it's insane man and they've never seen other people than like the six people in their little family unit it's fucked up it's fucked up i'll put a link to it probably already talked about it six times
0: When we have talked about uncontacted people before, uncontacted tribes, not quite the same thing.
1: I thought he was saying Van Allen, but just saying it's so weird. I kind of like to imagine that conversation. But then I thought, like, obviously it wasn't radiation belts encircling the globe. I thought it was maybe like Van Nuys, but some other, like, Van, like, it's about this town, this little subset of L.A. or something, I guess, is what my mind finally settled on to calm the
0: demon whistling yep but it was a biennale 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 Biennale.
1: well it looks
0: biennale. biennale 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 a large art exhibition or music festival usually one held biennially, which could be twice a year or every two years the origin 1930s used originally as the name of an international art exhibition held in venice
1: which makes a lot more sense than Van Allen radiation belts that they're talking about a giant art installation. Did you go to the one about LA? Did you see that link? It's, um, it's, it's happening in Shenzhen or maybe it happened last year and it's this duh. giant installation that's like, here is LA knowing that we can never fully capture LA but I think it's in China. No, I've not seen this link. I'm it might not be, sure. It's like a half a mile long <laughs> I don't know. I didn't even put it in here. It was too much. I had to give up on that. I can't keep You can't follow every little hole down to the bottom, Brad. You'll drive no. yourself crazy.
0: You definitely
1: would. But so Sandra laughing. <laughs> Sandra's kind of reacting to Knox and Maud laughing and his laugh is not as spirited. It's definitely more trebly because he's over the phone. And if you want to check it out at 6446, he's like, ha ha. He's, he's not like so into it, but he can hear Maud and Knox laughing so much. Like maybe he's probably in charge of the biennale. Knox and Maud are just contributing to it. And he's probably calling them up because maybe they're the two major contributors. And he's probably calling them up with some sort of like, crisis but that's kind of like a funny crisis but still gonna like kind of fuck his event up a little bit so as the major not sponsors but the major contributors he's probably like having to laugh a little bit because they're laughing but i don't Could. think he thinks it's that fu- he's like ha yes <laughs> <laughs> you can hear him popping through once in a while
0: or it's the the reverse in the sense they're almost like uh, toadying up to him by laughing so hard at his thing. Hmm. Or going by our reading earlier that this is all kind of some weird, uh, you know, bizarre dude experience. Like maybe they just kind of laughed a little sharply and loudly for a little longer than you normally expect them to. But yet here it's just like this thing stretching on for... Like a whole minute of them just laughing in this incredibly obnoxious way. Hmm. Just another idea.
1: Yeah, I don't know that we could answer that. I well, think it's we're,
0: made specifically so it's unanswerable. We're vastly unqualified like
1: <laughs> to answer any of that. Can I ask but, you a question? Yeah. All right. Actually, I'll keep that first. Okay. Okay. Right, at the, right before we switch to the doctor's office, mm-hmm. Maud says, I don't want to be responsible for any delayed After Effects. Right. Cut back to the dude. After Effects? He's sparring again here. Yes. But why is the, like, we never come back to that. Normally when he at something, we'll hear it again later. We yeah.
0: Don't, I don't think we come back to that. Well. After mean- Effects i will i don't know if we do but i will say i feel like Mm. we've discovered other places where that tied in that we did not realize in the past Mm. other spirits so we could again it might be something that only watching the movie casually several hundred times you don't notice right it's only now that we start going minute by minute that we will hear uh, Some mention of after effects.
1: You have to put your 10,000 hours in.
0: That's what you're saying. Yes, exactly. Okay. But if nothing else, it's the example of the dude holding a conversation simply by saying the last part of the sentence that the person said to him back to them with a question mark.
1: I've really incorporated that into my vernacular. Oh, it's so great. It's so great to do that. So, And it's, you can really have some deep conversations with people and only say things that they've said. All you're adding is the question mark. Mm-hmm. Maybe a word here or there, but not not too many. Not too many, Bradley. Do you know what I like? The dude starts referring, talking about sparring. he starts referring to this situation he's in as a case. And I th- think, is this the first time he refers to it as a case? This case has a lot of ins, a lot of outs, a lot of what have yous. A lot of threads in old Duder's head. Because he refers to it a case as a case again when, well, I don't want to spoil anything, but later on he does refer to mm-hmm. it as a case. But I think this mm-hmm. might be the first time. I mean, we're halfway Could through be. here. Could be. More than halfway oh, through. Oh, he's
0: making the, the switch here, right? Because this is a Philip Marlowe-esque <laughs> right. story, supposedly, right? Right, right. Was it
1: Marlowe? Or is it uh, Dashiell Hammett? I I don't know. Who's the big
0: sleep? Yeah, I don't really know. I mean, we're sixty. Marlowe appears in some of the other minutes into this Chandler books. I don't know. Jesus, I should have just said stuck. Chandler.
1: No, it's well, Chandler's the author, but who's the um the protagonist? The, who's the protagonist? Brad, we're embarrassing ourselves. Can we? Is it Spade? No. No, Marlowe, you're right. It's Marlowe. Dashiell Hammett was Sam Spade. Okay. (sighs) Uh, I made a film noir starring Philip Marlowe, or at least Mr. Marlowe, one time. Believe it or not.
0: Did you contact the estate of... uh...
1: No, I didn't give a shit. I didn't make any money, so it didn't matter. Right? Isn't that how it works?
0: Well, that's how we used to think it works. Not anymore. It's all
1: Fifty Shades of Grey, man. But what, I, I missed this a bit ago. We gotta wrap this up soon. I missed this a bit ago, but what are the chances of, we'll say, like the percentage of a chance that a movie could include the words Bakshish, Biennale, and Paraquat? will you concede that there is a 0% chance that any movie other than The Big Lebowski includes those three words? Unless that movie is specifically quoting right, The Big Lebowski. <clears throat> and not only that, but how many times do you get to watch a movie where you're introduced to three words that you had never heard before? I mean, had you ever heard the word backsheesh? Well, I never even heard the word Biennale, so... Or Biennale, or Paraquat. (laughs) Yeah,
0: no, I definitely not.
1: There's a lot of vitriol out there for this movie, basically people who are trolling, but you can't really watch it more than twice and say it's bad. It's not bad. It doesn't have a good plot. I still don't know what the plot of this movie is, but
0: it's not a bad movie. So the plot. All right. So I wasn't going to mention this. I don't I'm
1: know why. Now. I don't know why Ben Kingsley has a dog named Petey, But whatever. Okay.
0: <laughs> but uh, yes, go. Please continue. Um, the plot of the movie. So there was actually this. Uh, I rather enjoyed it. This piece in um, The Atlantic, Thirty Years of Cohens. Okay. The Big Lebowski, mm-hmm. in which. Christopher Orr, he's the author, he's the writer here, and he has been re-watching each Coen Brothers film, like one a day, and then writing a story on it. Right. Celebrating the 30th anniversary of Blood Simple, the Coen's debut.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So his Big Lebowski story had a, has actually a lot of interesting stuff in it, but we're running a little late, so I might skip a bunch of that. But mention the one, one thing, though, I just got to bring up since you mentioned the plot. Is the fact that this person theorizes that one of the reasons that this movie can be one has such a following and people watch it again and again is the fact that the plot doesn't make sense. So you're not bored by the plot or the various elements that might be in a plot, like knowing what will happen or right, what ha- Like right. None of it matters. Because
1: you know what's going to happen and it's like... Or you oh, don't
0: okay. know what's going to happen because it doesn't follow any like rhyme or reason anyway. Again, it's just a bunch of stuff going on and well, you that's just kind of get saying. sucked like, into that.
1: Like you said earlier, the Children of Men, like fantastic movie, but come on, that's pretty plot-based. Once you know what the plot is going to be, yeah, it's a really affecting movie and... Incredibly well done, but plot based? Probably. Do you want to watch it all the time? No. Big Lebowski, ultimately watchable. And I think you're right. That's part of the thing that makes a movie ultimately watchable is maybe the plot doesn't fucking matter. You know?
0: I'm agreeing with yeah. you, man. Yeah, no, totally. I mean, I think that's the secret sauce. And it was kind of standing in front of us. We've talked about the plot or lack thereof or lack of sense in the plot many times, but really that's the, 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 main the, this movie's strength is entirely derived from that fact it's a secret and sauce. i never fully yeah i never fully appreciated that until i saw this guy write it out yeah. so clearly like that's why you can watch this movie again and again our
1: our good friend um we'll call him um milton our good friend milton pointed this out milton no no good
0: what did milton point out this article Oh, okay. All right. It's been so long, I think I forgot.
1: It was Cole. Thanks, Cole. Uh, He posted on Facebook. All right,
0: that Milton. Yeah. Shit.
1: Milton Cole. Kind of like Russ Cole. Milton X Cole. Time is a flat disc. You know who I'm talking about. Yes. It's a good man and thorough. The, uh... But I think you're right, and And I think plot, you know, fuck plot, man. And you combine that, so you were saying plot is the secret sauce, lack of, basically, but then the little, like, splash on top, the little spice, like, or the little herb, like, you splash the parsley across the top, is it being a slight, just slight period piece mm -hmm. just long enough ago that it will never age. So you combine those two things and like, that's all you got to do, I think. And you're good.
0: Yeah, no, I think you're, you're right about that. Um, so since I brought up the article, yeah, and I don't want to bother going back to another, I'll quickly, I just got to run through a couple of bullet points. Okay. That I thought was, that were pretty Please. interesting. I mean, the, well, one, again, this, the, the author here talks about how, uh, Sam Elliott's cowboy, like makes no sense. The stranger in here. I
1: believe that was in our first episode. You said you were the most confounded by the stranger.
0: Yes. And I mean, as a quote here, I'm not sure what, there's not a source to where this is, but you know, Ethan Cohen once said, Sam would actually ask, ask us, what am I doing in this movie? We didn't know either.
1: We didn't know either. Yep. You know, that gives me, that actually inspires me greatly that even they don't always know what's going on. They know they're having a good time. Everybody involved with the film is having a good time. And when they watch it back a little bit, maybe it's slightly amusing. What else do you need? Isn't that enough? I mean, I guess when you have millions and millions and tens of millions of dollars at stake and in investors, maybe that's not enough. But you, you can't worry about that. You do what amuses you, and everybody's having a good time. Don't worry about the rest of it. Otherwise, you're Michael Bay.
0: No, exactly right. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, there's a lot of great nuggets in this article. We'll put it in the show notes. I had a bunch highlighted, but it's just too much to go, you go can't, over. This, Maybe we'll do it some other
1: time. a separate episode to get into, honestly. Yeah, we can keep it,
0: but there's a lot of good. I've really enjoyed this article. They really, it really ties the room together. It really does. It's nice. A lot of good
1: shit in there and you know and it's from somebody and I really appreciate the author like owning up to the fact that because I think he kind of heaps some praise on this movie like he he does fire some missiles across its bow yeah and and he quotes his friend coming back at him saying you're full of shit but I think he heaps a, Uh. a pretty decent amount of praise on the movie
0: but then yeah
1: you know he's like this is not even this is like number six out of 16 for me right it and, doesn't
0: it just misses being in the top five coen right. brothers for him which
1: i think this is in my top five coen brothers movies but it's not my favorite it's the most watchable but that doesn't make it my favorite doesn't make it their best movie you know
0: Unless well i mean there's piss a lot of yeah. people off but it's no just i would not agree i mean i think well, again, best means a lot of different things to a lot of different people, right? right. And in the sense that right. it's the most watchable, I might say the most enjoyable movie to watch again and again. Well, doesn't that right. make it the best movie?
1: Well, you know, maybe um, not. On a on a particular scale, maybe, but is it better than The Godfather? No. But do I want to watch it more often than The Godfather? Duh. You know, I could watch it all the time. So, yeah, I guess with a certain set of eyes or a certain... Uh, calibrated device you can measure it different ways i don't know (sighs) that's a tough one it's a tough one i really don't know how to answer that if a movie is the most watchable movie does that make it the best movie
0: i don't think it does well i mean i think it may or may not it depends but i think there's other things you might appreciate about a film is it the film
1: that makes you think about yourself and reexamine the world in a different way. The most, right. that might be the best movie. But that might be a movie I never want to watch again. I think we could mention a movie like yeah. that. We already have,
0: The Grifters.
1: Yes. How did you know? It's so fucking awesome.
0: Did it, well? Yeah. Or I mean, there's even more than that, though. Too right. Like there's could be things that Howard kind the of Duck purely. Yeah exactly that's a film that works on a more on just kind of an abstract visual level that touches into something subconscious that you can't quite name and it, you can really appreciate the, the masterful art that went into doing that well you get caught up in this like
1: alf-esque world of cartoonish nonsense that belies the like deeper cultural mores that they're examining it's a crazy movie man. I mean, you see duck tits right in the first, what, two minutes of the movie. Female duck tits. I didn't even know ducks had, like, tits. Did it's you? a
0: weird combination. You know, avian, mammalian. It's all <laughs> together.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, avian. All right. Let's 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 put this thing out of its misery. Let's do it, man. <laughs> Come on. Yes. Yeah, it's, yeah. let's pull the plug. This is, we really... We had something, you know, it was all right for a while. That's the thing. This actually was turning out okay for a little while. I think
0: it was pretty good. I mean, we kind of got a little sidetracked at the end, although, you know, we didn't talk about the last 10 seconds or so as you're in the doctor's office, but maybe that just has to be a revisit.
1: We're going to have to revisit it. Um, There's not a ton, but there are a couple things. We'll we'll have to revisit those,
0: right? Yeah, definitely. We'll revisit. It'll be good. Oh my goodness, my wife has a
1: herniated disc and she sat on the Ooh. couch for a week, which is terrible because she couldn't walk, you know. I yes. had a, I bought a cane. That sucks. Well, well, she bought the cane and wrapped it in pink duct tape, and then she bought a walker. Actually, I bought the walker. And then she had a walker. She was walking around, you know, with the walker like an 80-year-old person. Mhm. And then I had to buy a wheelchair cuz even that was too much. I'm wheeling her around we went grocery shopping in the wheelchair but she got to go on the little rascal you know that was fun that was awesome but then today (laughs) she was like she can finally walk again she went back to work that's nice and it's like oh Gigi I saw you that's my mom she lives with us I saw you cleaned up that uh, stain on the couch there. thank you. Oh I didn't clean that I didn't know what that was. I thought Wilson cleaned it up. and it was chocolate from this cowgirl bark that had fallen onto the couch and melted into a stain. And my mom's like I didn't know what that was. our dog will eat anything let me just put it that way especially if it's on the fucking poop deck next time on Gutterballs
0: could you slide your shorts down Mr. Lebovsky please